0: back. Who is this stunning woman sitting with us? You know, I think someone just fell from the sky in this room. Aww. I mean, she
1: walked in and I gotta tell you, there was sort of like a I don't know, like a light around her. Like a, like the whole room changed. Like, Aww. It could be an X Factor thing. I'm not blowing smoke, though. I'm, like, I'm objectively looking at this woman who walked in. Like all the chakras aligned. Yeah, and it just felt really good, and she's very, very beautiful, and you had just played me her singing, and I don't like listening to people sing, and I thought that she... I'm talking about her like she's not in the room!
0: Let's introduce her. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest today. Her name is Rachel A. O. She's a wonderful, beautiful singer-songwriter who uh, I have to uh, full... Disclosure I'm her drummer and I brought her in because she's an incredibly interesting person. So let's welcome her to Guy's Day in Rachel A.O. That, that name is so interesting.
2: Hello. What's
1: with the A.O.? What is that?
2: So my last name is actually Atiamo Obeng. Ooh. Yeah, my dad is from Ghana. Oh, wow. West Africa. So growing up, everyone like slaughtered our name. So they just kind of. Kept calling us the AOs, Rachel AO, you know the AO family. So. Yeah, and like as an artist, like AO is just so short and sweet, you know. Instead of my full name, Atiamo Bing, you know, introducing Rachel Atiamo Bing, you know, it's like, that that could
1: it's, be it's tough kind for of a mouthful. Dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for a dumb shit, that would be tough. Yeah. And you know,
2: I've heard it all. I've heard all the translation the translations of it, Atamo, Abango, atimo, Abang. I'm like. You're tired of correcting people. I am, own. I am. So, so we're
1: going to go with Ao. Yes. Now, is dad still with us?
2: Yes, he is. Good.
1: Yeah. Is he proud of you?
2: He is.
1: Because you left Detroit to come sing in Los Angeles. That's a big move. Yeah.
2: yeah. Why yeah. hadn't you done it sooner? Because I wasn't ready. I don't think, like, maturity-wise. Like, in my 20s, I would be, like, wild here. <laughs> really? <laughs> so I'm like, I need to, like, learn some life lessons before I, like, Like, come to L.A. and get into all of it, so.
1: Are we talking the mean streets of Detroit or suburbs?
2: Suburbs. Yeah,
1: because I was born in uh, East Lansing. Okay. Okay, and in the old days, I would go to Detroit, and it was very intimidating architecturally. That's the only way it was intimidating to me, because I was used to city folk, and I was used to urban decay, but we're talking about futuristic buildings erupting out of (laughs) rubble. Am I right? Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like RoboCop. Yeah. (laughs) Which takes place in
0: futuristic Detroit. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. I've never been there, but yes, I know the whole thing.
1: There's some crazy-ass steel futuristic buildings from what I remember, but maybe it was like I'm looking at it like in a dream state.
0: Maybe you're looking at it some also fantasy kind of exaggerated childhood memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it was actually not as dark, but you want it to be darker.
1: Right.
2: Right. Yeah. And as a child, it's just like bigger because you're a child.
1: Correct. Yeah.
2: Wow. You know.
1: But I'm a Michigander, (laughs) and there's not a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. That's
2: cool. Yeah, Yeah. But you're a Michigander. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm from Midland, Michigan. Like I grew up. I'm. I was born in Detroit. Grew up in Midland, Michigan, which is north of Detroit, like two hours north. Okay. And then I moved back down to the Detroit area and lived in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti. Oh wow! So, yeah. Oh
1: wow! Alone yeah. or with your family? Alone. Okay. So I went.
2: I went to uh, Eastern Michigan for school. Oh okay. And then I just stayed in Ann Arbor. Wow. So, yeah. And did you sing there? Um. Not really. I actually, took a break from all music things because I was going to grad school and to do what? Behavior applied behavior analysis. What is that? <laughs> it's a uh, science that um, B.F. Skinner. He's the founder of it. It's a psychology. Oh. Um. Basically, you use the science for what I did with children with autism. Oh, wow. So um, applied behavior. Obviously,
1: there's a market for that. Since oh, yeah. everyone has autism. <laughs> Every- well, Everybody. everyone's on the spectrum, they yeah.
2: say. But uh, do you yeah. think that's true? I do. I do.
1: And, and, and most of them go undiagnosed?
2: A lot of people do, yes. And yeah. a lot of them are females because, oh. in, yeah, in general, they, they don't diagnose females. Like, oh, wow. That's yeah. bizarre. Yeah, you see it. You see more of a diagnosis in males. So there's a prejudice
0: females. against labeling women as being on the spectrum, females.
2: I wouldn't say prejudice. I would just say that they're overlooked because huh. it's you know it's primarily like found in males, so people just kind of overlook right. females. You but
0: know? the number of females on the spectrum is huge.
2: Um, just undiagnosed. Would, yeah, there's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But going back to the singing, even though you gave it up a little bit to go to school, you told me you sang as a child all the time.
2: I did, yeah. You
0: know, your dad would of... like throw you into public situations.
2: Hey, honey, go sing, you know. Yeah, I did a lot of like musical theater, like church theater, like productions, you know, Jonah and the Whale and like, you know, all of those kinds of things. <laughs> a lot of church. Angels aware. Yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> did you say, uh, shake off the church or you still use the church for your work and inspiration stuff?
2: I'm not really. No, no, I don't. You're not really. really a religious kid. No, I'm not. Yeah, more especially
1: st- with the science yeah. side of yourself now.
2: I'm definitely more of a spiritual person than yeah. religious, like organized religion, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. But, but your childhood was a lot of that.
2: Yes, a lot of that. I was in dance classes like ballet, tap, jazz. Like when I was four years old, I was like performing on stage in front of like fourteen hundred people, like doing dance recitals. Hey, me
0: too. That's great. Yeah, (laughs) you were were not nervous at all. I mean, it it came natural to you. I was not
2: nervous. I was actually very like. The stage was like very comfortable for me. And I there was one time where I got mad at the audience because you know how little kids dance and then people laugh. because Yeah, it's sure. Cute. You know, it's cute. Yeah. And like after the performance, like we were all going off stage, I stopped in the middle of the stage and stuck my tongue out at the audience. I was just like, mm. Please
1: tell me that's on video. It is. I don't know. It is. <laughs> and please it's tell me. It's in the you're...
2: archives. It is in the archives somewhere.
0: Please do that at our next gig. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Especially in LA. <laughs> LA
0: audiences <laughs> sometimes deserve that.
3: They do. I know.
0: It's true.
3: (laughs) Did you have a lot
1: of friends growing up? Were you surrounded by people who were like-minded and wanted to perform like
2: you? Um, I think through the church, like that was primarily who I had a lot of friends from because our parents all met at a singles Bible study and they, um, ended up getting married within that group. So then they had kids and then all of us kids became friends and like, it was like this huge extended family kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we were all in the church musicals together and everything, and I went to uh, parochial school as well. So, uh, yeah, I did grow up very religious. Um, I did have some friends there, but it was really hard for me to make friends because I lived in a community where there weren't a lot of black people. Yeah. So, you know, kids would be like, oh, she's dirty. We don't want to play with her. You know what I mean?
1: White girls would say that on the playground? Oh, yeah. Not to your face.
2: Not to my face, but to my face, they would just snub me like look at me weird, you know. And I, I assure did.
1: you, they are infinitely more filthy than our guests.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sure. Especially as yeah. adults but, now. But it, it makes you grow up feeling very alone. Yeah. And feeling definitely. like, you know, you get kind of insular. It's like, okay, my life is up to me. Yeah. You can't depend on anybody. You know, you, you basically, not that you're a loner, but you, you it kind of makes you just sort of not trust anybody. Yeah. I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Would, would you say you were the only black girl in a lot of the classes?
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, no
1: wonder. I was going to, because I do kind of get a Lone Wolf vibe off of you. Like, you you have a fierce independence, like you don't need people. Yeah. A little bit. That's true. And it could come from a lot of that. Yeah. I just hope people were nice to you, somewhat, Um, and they weren't talking behind your back.
2: Here and there, yeah. (laughs) It was They were just jealous. You know, it was hard It was hard growing up in that environment, you know? Yeah. And, like, a lot of it was racism, and I always, like, attributed it to be, like, something that was wrong with me personally, Uh you know? Not, like, just because I was black, the things that people were saying and Uh doing. I'm like, oh, it must be me. It must be who I am, you know what I mean? So I took it very personally, and that was definitely something to, like, work, that I had to work on overcoming, you know? Sure. How'd you do that? I moved away, actually. I moved to Minneapolis when I graduated high school. Oh! Yep.
1: Around the time of uh, Fifth Avenue and all that? No, you're you're much younger than I was. <laughs> so that would be...
2: I do know where Fifth Avenue is, so. though.
1: What, what year was that that you went?
2: 2006. Oh, that's so
1: much longer than I thought. I'm thinking like early 80s. Like, there's no way.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. If that is oh, yeah. true, she looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. All... don't crack, what can we say? <laughs> <laughs> the dimples. That's right. <laughs>
1: wow, so...
2: So what happened there? So I moved away and, you know, Minneapolis is a big city. So, of course, it's more diverse. And, like, I realized that how people were treating me was a lot different than what I grew up in, the environment I grew up in. And I'm like, wow, they're just treating me like I'm a person. They're not really looking at me and, like, being like, oh, here comes the black girl. Right. You know what I mean? Because everybody else is black. There's different ethnicities, you know. So it just kind of, like, made me realize that Where I was before and how I was being treated had nothing to do with who I was, like, internally, like, as a person. It just was pure racism, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. Kind of helped me to heal and overcome that, so.
1: So you adapted just fine.
2: Yeah. I love living in the city and being in an environment that was more, you know, diverse and there's more culture. And, I mean, my dad's from Ghana, so I already, like, growing up, I had that kind of cultural background. And then my mom is white, so then I had, you know, I had both, growing up, I had both. Oh, so interesting. I was very comfortable And mom's still with us? In yes. And,
1: they're, and are they still together?
2: Yep, still oh, married. Oh, that's beautiful. Still married. Do you have siblings? I do, yep. Yeah, I have two brothers. Do we like them? I do. I mean, growing <laughs> up, you hear my voice go up. I do, yeah, I, I do. I they're, yeah, yeah, they're great. No, no, they're really good guys.
3: <laughs> Rachel, what's going no, on? No,
2: I do. Yeah. You know, it's hard. <laughs> you know it's hard being like the only girl with two older brothers they'd always hang out and I'd feel left out but like now that we're older I mean I feel like we all appreciate each other more but dudes are
1: gross (laughs) brothers are gross and that's not what you need
2: I was like used to hanging out with the boys though and like I'm very comfortable around males and I don't know like my brother who's a year and a half older than me him and I were always close growing up like even as kids we'd play together and like in high school, I'd, he was a musician, and I was obviously a musician. I'd go to his shows. He was in a punk rock band, and oh, cool! We'd we go to other shows, be in the mosh pit together, and he'd help me up if I fell, you know. So,
3: oh, that's cool.
0: <laughs> it kind of gave you a toughness because you're tough. Yeah. You know, I haven't known you for you know that many months, like going on three months, but uh, you know, you're not some little dainty flower. You're a tough yeah. girl. Yeah. Do you so uh, kind of walk help.
1: to the car alone at night, or do you have a? Do you have a pepper spray? What do you got?
2: I don't have the pepper spray, but yeah, I do walk alone.
1: (laughs) And you do a 360?
2: Yep. Just look around. Don't wear your headphones. Make Uh sure no one's Uh behind you. I Uh actually did MMA before I came out here. Okay. So I like, boom, you know, like. (laughs) Because,
1: you know, there could be some creepy fuck who sees you on stage and then afterward, he violates your space. Yeah. What are you going to do?
2: I think I need to get the pepper spray. Yeah. Like this, or a taser. You know, yeah. they have like yeah. the two in one. Like it's right. like pepper spray and a yeah. taser.
1: Yeah. And there's a great new thing called the claw. And uh, it's a claw that you click it and it goes. Yeah. And you slice it across a dude's face. And now you've got the DNA in the claw and you can take that.
0: Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She's already asked all the guys in the band to back her up too in case some guy gets weird. Yeah. So we will do like a human shield against her.
1: Yeah, they'll probably uh, you you do that. Would you get involved in the human totally. shield? Totally. Yeah, <laughs> no, th- I would back her up. <laughs> can you see him in a human shield?
0: <laughs> yeah, I can. Maybe see more her. like a human napkin.
1: She said she could see it. I there, there you go. It. That's good. Yeah. See,
0: she's got confidence in her drummer now, as she should. He's
1: and a drummer, <laughs> and he wears a lot of muscle shirts. Did he wear a muscle shirt the first time you met him? Because I think that would be a turnoff.
2: He did. He had his little that didn't bother you?
1: top. He didn't come at you with his arms like this, with the with the musky armpit hair <laughs> hanging out, did he?
2: No, I think we did a handshake. Maybe. We did a handshake.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because it's COVID, and I didn't know. It.
2: I didn't know you. I, I didn't I'm like, I'm not hugging and... this guy from right, Craigslist. Exactly. It's like exactly. I met this guy on I Craigslist. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't want to
0: become part of the Me Too movement. Like from the get go, you know. How did the Craig? How is Craigslist still going? <laughs> I know. I, I don't. When you, you know. said
1: you met her on Craigslist, I know. and now I'm
0: meeting her, I know. it's Like it's crazy. This
1: means Craigslist is is. A spectacular sight to it meet people.
0: Can be you meet a lot of freaks. Mm-hmm. And we've had this conversation before. You have to go, you have to weed through well, a because lot of Because Rachel, before you came you meet into
1: somebody this good home. You didn't know this guy. You yeah. knew where the home was, but you came in here. Was it weird? Was was there trepidation?
2: Well, when we first met, I met him at his studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, she came to rehearsal my rehearsal studio. studio. Yeah.
1: Now, did you make sure to clean the bathroom in that? Hit of despair. I
0: don't, I'm not the janitor. No, then. no.
1: But, but <laughs> if you're going to come and talk to her, you should have a little 409 and no. a roll of uh, Lysol wipes and. Wipe down the toilet when she comes
0: over. I did not do that. You should have done that. I, I would have done that you. would have Rachel. done that. You would have you would Yeah, have, because
1: she gets here, she's like, I I, I I you know On the
0: first day, you probably would have handed her wipes.
1: Yeah, well, mo- she I want her to I be know comfortable.
0: You. I want her to be She was comfortable.
1: I want her to feel safe and clean. I want to know that I want her to know that the bowl is clean, that I put in that effort. In <laughs> meeting her, my first toilet.
0: thought was not the toilet bowl. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> I would have cleaned the toilet
2: for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do. I really do. Because what if she has to pee when she shows up? Did
0: you walk away after the first day saying, you know, Lorenzo's pretty cool, but that toilet bowl was a mess. I don't know about him.
2: I mean, it, it crossed my mind, <laughs> <Yeah>. of course.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> See? Get it.
3: No, no. no you it doing? was good. Uh, okay. I try to
0: get my mind out of the toilet bowl. Right. So n- unlike you, you're in the toilet bowl all the time.
2: I mean, as long as you keep the toilet seat down, like I don't. That care. I
0: do. That I do.
1: She might I not mean, even sit on a toilet sheet. She might stand over it and hover and I
0: didn't get into her, that on her our day. Yeah. I was more <laughs> concerned about actually playing her songs and maybe even <laughs> writing a song with her. Did you have which a we little Actually, did do. You didn't have a little frigidaire
2: of white wine waiting for? her? Uh,
0: that's a great idea. I've actually yeah. thought about. Would it kill you to put a little fridge in there? It would not kill that me. Would me to do really that would be really nice.
2: That would be nice. Some white wine and charcuterie. We,
0: we wouldn't get any a work done. <laughs> We'd have a fun party. A we little platter. We wouldn't play one note of music.
2: A little I would platter have. of dried fruit and nuts. Yeah. 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 God, how much should I <laughs> yeah, provide? Yeah, are
0: you making her? a mental Jeez. note? She likes her dried fruit God, I guess providing nice. a free rehearsal room isn't enough. Yeah. I got to provide wine and food. How about a massage? Yeah. A foot massage? Oh, yeah. Masousa. <laughs> sure. Okay. You just got to think. I do. Can I actually have you come in and clean the toilet bowl for us? well no, she's yeah, common, i uh, I'll do it but. oh okay oh alright <laughs> I'll give it a little scrub but all I, may right. I, might, I might hold you to that <laughs> uh,
1: I do have a very funny uh, it's not very funny at all but I do have a fridge story if you don't mind real quick so we had I live in a condo and it came with a suite of appliances and they all decided to die at once okay and that was a real problem so this was a couple weeks ago so with um, obviously with supply chains and everything else it was very difficult to get the new appliances into the house because we had to replace everything. Mm-hmm. So, in that interim, there was no fridge. I had, I had left for two weeks. I come home. My wife doesn't
0: even know that the fridge is broken.
1: Uh, I, I want white. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Sorry, a wine break. Oh,
1: reach. There we go. That's a nice stretch. Um, so, I say to her, in the interim, I'm gonna go to Lowe's and I'm gonna buy a small fridge. What do you think? And she goes, I think that's a great idea. You can put it in your office. I said, I love that. And when we get the new fridge, it'll become the drink fridge. We'll put the ciders in there. We'll put the beers in there. We'll chill the wines and the sparklings in there. This is beautiful. So are you sure you're okay with this? Mind you, this is while we are waiting because we had already found all the new stuff. She goes, great, you go for it. Get a fridge. Great. I go, I find this beautiful little black fridge. I name it Little Joe. Every time I open
4: it, talk like Joe Pesci. What are you doing in here? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What do you want? I want a cider, Little Joe. You want a cider? Yeah, here's a cider for you. It's nice and cold for you. What are you worried about?
1: Thank you, Little Joe. I built a relationship with this little black fridge for the first week And I was in love with it, and I was so excited that once we get the new fridge, I get to take all this crap out, milk and cheese and all that usual crap, put it in that fridge, and then this fridge becomes the exclusive
2: bar fridge. Nice.
4: You would think so, Rachel.
2: (laughs) What happens? We get the new fridge. I don't know why
4: I have to whisper, but I feel that I do. And my wife goes, well, I guess you can take back the old fridge now.
3: No. What? What?
1: Can you, can you put some really dramatic music, like sad violin, <laughs> right here? Yes, thanks
0: for uh, setting it all up. And I said, what are, you, what are you
1: talking about? And I stared out the window, and I looked down on the street as the cars were driving by, and I'm like, do they
4: have small fridges in their offices that were suddenly taken away by their wives?
1: <laughs> and listen, you got to pick your battles. You're not, uh, are you in a relationship yet? No, no, okay. no, no, not at yet. all. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely like. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's good. But you gotta pick your battles. And this one, I had to eat a plate of shit.
0: So little Joe has little to Little
1: Joe. You know how hard it is to, I saved the box? Because those boxes, they come, <laughs> little fridges come in with an open ass bottom of the box. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just lift the box off and set it up and there it is. I saved all of that material. So I had to go down to the garage, get all that material, bring it up, rebox,
4: retape, and slap that fucking fridge back to the Lowe's. Oh, wow. little
0: Joe,
1: little Joe, back. Oh. You know how much shit I got from my friends.
2: You love that fridge. I know. Why would you give it? Why would you do that? But, but why didn't you just keep it? Because okay. your wife didn't want you to.
1: Correct, and also. But it's your office. You can do what you want. Yeah. No. But to be fair, she was right. You why? guys. The way my office is laid out. You walk in. The only place you could put Little Joe is right there when you walk in. So there's sort of an awkward, you got to go around Little Joe. And I felt that the flow of the office, the, what do they do, that feng, feng, shui. A feng yeah. shui? The feng shui. The uh, feng shui
0: got obstructed. Okay. But Little Joe wasn't worth that? Wasn't well, worth the well, little extra pivot fu- going you into the office? No,
4: know, I thought it was fucking worth that. I couldn't believe this fucking guy. I said, there's some fucking bulls. What, are you going to listen to your wife? Be a man. He starts castrating me. Be a man. and keep You keep
1: me. I took it away, and I said, I, I came home. I closed the door. I locked it. I looked at my wife, and I said, we never
0: mention little Joe in this house. <laughs> wow.
1: Devastating. Wow.
0: Which yeah. means now you have the right to win the next one. <laughs> <laughs> if she ever gets like a little Nancy in her office, a no, little Nancy. no, little Nancy's not happening.
1: I wouldn't do that to her because if it makes her wow. happy, I'm not going to do that.
0: Wow, you are a given person. I am.
1: Yeah, I really you am. You don't Very hold good. it against
0: her, even though you're kind of pining for little Joe right now. Yeah. But maybe a little later. There was a so, mourning process. I bet there was. Yeah. But you're not going to hold it against her.
1: Do you like your fridge, Rachel? Do you have a good fridge? Um, Not do really. Do you need a new one?
2: I'd love a new one. I'd love a new apartment actually. Really? Yeah. What's
1: wrong with what you got? Small? Um,
2: it's not small. It's actually pretty a good size. But they just do everything so cheap, you know, in mm. LA and then they charge yeah. up the ass for everything. Oh
1: boy. You're, so you're not in a rent controlled situation. You're in a Um, you're paying a lot for little.
2: Yeah. But they they bought a new company bought my apartment building, so they're gutting the vacant buildings, okay. like the vacant um, apartments in the complex, and they've upped the prices for those, which are, it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I thought that what I was paying, you know, was bad, but this is like, whoa, you yeah. know, like the prices have like doubled.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
2: So I'm hoping that they allow us to keep our rent that we have, you know, Yeah. but who knows, we'll see.
1: She can come live here with you. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Right here in this room
2: Just build a guest
3: house out You know,
0: in this
2: office (laughs) Feng
0: Shui wise Maybe in the corner you're sitting in I could have my own little Joe Yeah,
1: you could You might have to come over And hang out No, I'm not coming over If you have a little Joe I'll be too mad and jealous Okay Like, he just gets everything, doesn't he? I can't roll with that
0: I have a music question for you
2: Okay Yes When
0: you were a little girl I mean, I know you You did the whole behavioral psychology thing B.F. Skinner and all that But you're I'm singing. sorry, what
1: is that? What's B.F.
0: Skinner? B.F. Skinner is a psychologist who had his own theory on human behavior. You know, there's all, when you study psychology. Oh, all, she
1: mentioned that. She did yeah. mention oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. you good. Um,
0: Got it. When you were a little girl and you're singing and you're sticking your tongue out at the audience and the stage is comfortable, did you at that point say to yourself, this is my destiny, this is what I want to do? I mean, did you, did you know really young, I want to be on stage and be a singer?
2: I don't think like, it was more like, I like to do it. It wasn't like, I knew that that was what I wanted to do was mm-hmm. more like something that I like to do, I guess.
0: But it wasn't a calling. It wasn't like you had a vision saying, like if you listen to interviews of all the singers that became successful, um, you know, Ariana Grande or um, Alicia Keys and people like that, they always say, oh, yeah, I knew I wanted to do this when I was five, that kind of thing. But you didn't have that vision for yourself. Um, Were you pressured to get an education first yes. and not pursue your yeah. music? That's Absolutely. what I think happened. Good call. Yeah. All yes. right. So that's what
1: it I was. I think this is an artist who was kept down. Like, nope, you don't get to, you do not get, because she had to get through all the schooling and all the thising and right. all the that thing. Yeah. Right. And now it's like, fuck you. I'm exploding <laughs> away from this. I am an artist. I'm in LA. I'm rocking it at the Mint. Here's Pretty my much. big, beautiful, powerful, luscious right. voice. Eat it. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Cool. <laughs> you got it. Cool. <laughs> nailed it. Yep. Yeah, it's hard,
1: it's hard, because I wonder, I gotta be honest, with you. the first time he played you, I'm like, I don't understand why she's not, like, why, why ever we heard of this girl? Right. You know, this woman. Um, I, I don't understand, and um, I said, what did I ask? I think I asked, did she ever go on American Idol or something, and, and you didn't know, but... Uh,
2: I did audition for American Idol, though. You did? Did yeah. you? What was, happened? It was in, when I moved to Minneapolis. I was 18 years old and the whole thing was crazy there's so many people and you get you go there the day before you get a bracelet and then you get in line like of the day like the day of the audition and they cattle you into the huge stadium and they do like all the stadium shots for the show where you're singing like we sang a prince song because prince is from minneapolis like as a crowd they film us like singing which one um it wasn't purple rain was it purple rain it might have been Purple Rain. I mean, that's like, you know.
4: New girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was six feet. What's that one?
2: <laughs> I think we're all just like, Purple Rain. They're like, hands up. Purple Everybody's rain. hands up. You know, like directing us for the shots. Yeah. And it was just very fake, you know. Yeah, totally like, manipulative, right? Right. Ryan Seacrest came up to do his spiel like up in the bleachers with everybody and they like removed con- like actual contestants that were auditioning and put models in so it looked mm. better. Oh god. They're like, all of you need to move and it's all a bunch of go shit. over right. here and they put like a whole row of models you yeah. know, wow. that they had hired so it wow. looks good for TV. And you're you know thinking I mean? this is lame, right? I was like, uh eh. and then um yeah, Ryan was like doing his thing and like it was quiet. I was like, I love you, Ryan. He heard me because he I love you too, and he came up to me like, "Can I have a hug?" And We hugged, and yeah. Anyway. Oh, okay. Well, so that was fun. Um, Did you get in the room? No, this is what happens. So then they call you down section by section, and there's like 20 of you standing in a in a line, and they're like, "All right, you come forward. You have 30 seconds to sing. 30 seconds. That's it." And then they're like, "Okay, we're no good. pressure." <laughs> so you come up, you sing. They're like, "All right, go. Step back. Step back." And then you know they. You take turns to the other people. They ended up cutting my entire row. They're like, "eh, all of you are cut. You go out out the door. They snip your bracelet off, and then that's it." God,
0: demoralizing. That sucks. That really sucks. It's an all day Harsh. thing.
1: They had no idea what was right in front
0: well, of them. Well, fuck them. They lost. You know. Yeah. They blew yeah. it.
1: Well, it's all garbage <laughs> anyway, and none of
0: those. It is. Really... It's all fake. Yeah. You, you know, never see any. I mean, very rarely do you, do they go. The, anywhere. the
1: winners wind up doing. Not even Vegas, like. Right. Reno, if even. What's
2: really sad is that they purposely pick people who are bad to get into the judges' rooms. Yeah. Because my brother auditioned, like, with his (laughs) friend, like, a few years after this. And, like, they're just being silly and, like, saying, Build me up, bud, a cup. And, like, just being, like. Funny. Funny. And they got to the second round. Right. And the friend that they were there supporting, who was actually a singer, she didn't even make it. Yeah. So they got to the second round because right. they were silly, and it's good for TV. Right. And they need and, to compare
0: someone bad to someone really good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they want the bad people in right. with the judges because it's good for TV, and it's sad because they, they're humiliating these people. Right. Think and these people are thinking that oh I must be really good. Right. And then they get to the judges, and then they get humiliated. It's quite sad actually. And they're just yeah. using
0: you for yeah. ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. American
2: Idol is going to come after me now. They're going to be like ah. Yeah. but it's like yeah. it's the truth I'm not the only one who's like said these things and like right. noticed these things about. they'll this. probably
0: come after you when you're really big and famous because they'll want you you know they'll want you as a judge yeah <laughs> guest judge yeah
2: that's right they're like she dissed us never mind that's right
0: <laughs> so do you
1: think now you're on the right path
2: yeah I think like moving out here because you're writing I'm writing I think moving out here was the big step to everything
1: okay and how long has it been
2: I've been here yeah I moved here in July.
0: Wait a second. July of last year? 2021.
2: Yes. Yeah. Are you
0: fucking kidding me? (laughs) She hasn't even been here a year yet.
2: Yeah. And this is all like transpired. Like everything's kind of just opened up for me. Rachel A.O. I've been busting my ass. You're busting your ass. (laughs) You're playing at the Mint.
1: And people are digging
2: it. Yeah.
1: And you're writing. Okay, so have you been writing all along? Did you always yeah. write songs?
2: Yeah, I've always written poetry. Yeah. Like growing up, I wrote a lot of poems because I was a sad emo kid, you know? Cause I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went through a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. So I always would write poetry. I have my books and stuff from when I was a kid still. And I'll go through it sometimes. Like, wow, I was really dark back then, you know? What
1: happened at that moment that you're talking about? What happened? Something happened?
2: I don't know. I just wrote a lot about, you know, how I felt very misunderstood in mm. the environment that I was in. I was very confused, as, as we talked about earlier. Earlier, I was just very confused as to why I was being treated the way that I was treated. Uh-huh. Contributed it to just, like just being me, you know yeah. what I mean? So it felt very lonely. And I just wrote about it as a kid. Yeah. Like, my first album that I listened to when I was in third grade was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill.
1: Oh, shit. That's a heavy record, man. That's and I knew blow all the words. I wow. thought she
2: was amazing. Yeah. Third grade. Wow.
0: <laughs> and even at third grade, I mean, that's pretty heavy stuff. It's that's pretty heavy adult stuff. Yeah. That resonated with you. Yeah. You understood it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, her that...
2: anger, her pain. Like, I was feeling those feelings and like to hear her sing about it. Was just like I, it resonated with me, you know. I was like, wow, yeah.
0: And I know your songs now, and you write about your pain mm-hmm. and your anger. Yeah. You know, your stuff, albeit really beautiful melodies and really catchy stuff, lyrically, not very happy. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs>
3: it's yeah. so true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah.
0: Oh, I like that. Not the happiest um, uh, nail in the shed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the lyrics loves a ticking time bomb, loves a fucking game. I mean, has it
1: been rough with uh, relationships? Oh
2: yeah, always. Why is that? I don't know. I think that the universe likes to send me broken men, mm. and because I'm, I have such like a healing spirit, yeah, they're attracted to
3: that. That's so draining for you. It's very draining. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: not here to, to fix you, and and sh- and put you on a higher ascension path. To stroke your ego. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. That's so much work. It is. It is a lot of work.
0: (laughs) But it did elicit, like, four great songs. (laughs) (laughs) And And what did you get out of any of that?
2: I think, like, every situation that I've gone through with that, I've become stronger, like, as an individual. And just, I learned lessons from it, you know? And, uh... Now, has it turned you off completely to relationships? Are you all about work? Pretty much right now, yes. I'm... Like open to, uh, like I'm keeping my heart open, but I'm not searching for anything. I don't chase people. I'm just you you're know, not on any of those apps. I used to be on Bumble when I first moved out here. I was like a serial dater. Uh-huh. I'm like this is too much, you know.
1: Tell me, I love bad date stories. You got some bad date stories? You got to go.
2: I mean, I wouldn't say I bad, it. but just people that weren't, you know. Did they me. ask
1: you about you? Did dudes sit down and you're? Uh, I don't know. Where would you be a bar or whatever. Where, where'd you go on dates? Where'd you meet up with guys?
2: Bars, restaurants. Okay. Um, so that's
1: a meal. Beach. That's going to be at least an hour. Mm-hmm. If not an hour and a half. So as you're sitting there getting to know the fella, is he asking anything about you or is he just talking?
3: Um I'd say 50/50.
1: Okay. Yeah. That actually uh, it's is not surprising. I just think people are so unbelievable. I just I think narcissism is more malignant than ever in yeah. people and it's one of the countless reasons why I tend to avoid people these days. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm so intrigued to know how someone like you navigates those waters.
3: I mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> they don't really show who they are until like date two or three. You oh, know what I mean? And then what it's happens always like the good face. Okay. Know? And then you start to see it the mask chip away. And oh you boy. start to see like oh boy. okay. They say things and do things where you're like, mm, red flag, red flag, red flag, you know? Like what? Like what? Like what? I don't really want to say because I don't want to like... <laughs> we don't know who you're talking about. Um, I would say like there's this one guy who was like very handsy with me the first time I met him. Oh. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I don't know you. Was he attractive? And, oh, yeah. He was but very attractive and successful. Okay. Very and handsy. And that's, that's an
1: aphrodisiac. Well, once the hands are... <laughs>
2: Like he like grabbed my hand and like kissed my hand like nah, 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 like when mm. I was like leaving and I'm just like mm. <laughs> I don't really know you Dudes that are well so dumb. I right. literally Dudes just, just met dumb. you for coffee. not to mention the fact
0: that I can only assume besides maybe this one guy was good looking but you see a picture. And then you see them in person and they're nothing like the picture. You know, yeah, so that's what it does too. I've had that before. Oh, I'm too. sure. Or yeah, they
2: I'm use sure. younger photos. Of course. And then you meet them and they don't like they don't look like that at all. Right. Like time balls They look like
3: it's me. It's like Whoa.
2: Oh. Don't say that about yourself.
4: <laughs> hey, I know
0: the truth. All right. Well maybe Stop. she's actually she's meeting little Joe some for the first time, you know.
4: Let me tell you something, honey. With that voice and that third eye and that forehead of yours, your insights We might be going places. Maybe she needs to meet him. I'm going to sit back and just be in awe of you. Morning, (laughs) noon, and night. It ain't about me, honey. I'll be making the money. I'll be doing what I got to do. I'm just going to watch you as an artist grow, blossom, change, affect people
2: whoa little joe little joe i'm I'm
0: loving little joe isn't he great i think you need a little joe in your life i
2: think i do yeah Yeah. (laughs) she starts dating a fridge (laughs) with my (laughs) voice in it
0: (laughs) hey if the fridge is full of wine and charcuterie i think she would love to date that fridge
2: keep it stocked with the rosé and the cheese and i think you're down with that yeah Yeah. i am okay okay
0: are you an
1: actress as well yes good let's make that short where you start dating a fridge (laughs) and i do the voice of it I oh, think, my God. Because I make, uh, I make uh, shorts. And Can we
0: just call it Rachel and Little Joe? Rachel and Little Joe. Oh, yeah, I have. love that. I, I would love to do that. All right, let's do a
1: scene. You've just performed at the Mint. It's 11 o'clock at night. You're okay. tired. You come home. You open Little Joe and action. You have an inner monologue going about you're hungry, you need okay. nourishment.
2: Man, it's been okay. such a, a long fucking night. No one showed up to my show. I just want to get home a glass of wine with my boo little joe hey, i'm hey. home how you doing baby hey it's so good to see you Ugh. how was your show oh i don't want to talk about it just give me the cheese we don't have to
4: talk about it i got some horseradish cheese here yes, for you. yes. You had horseradish cheese i have i'm gonna slice it real thin real thin and you're gonna put it right on uh. your tongue and it's gonna yeah. dissolve in your mouth yes then i'm gonna give you a little sauvignon blanc yes And we're gonna work our way slowly to a very subtle red. Nice please easy. do, nice yes. Nice and easy. Now listen, I got some nuts over here. They're not refrigerated. <laughs> and I got some dried fruit. <laughs> it's not in a baggie. I put it in a little ceramic. Put it
2: in your fridge. Put it in your fridge, please. I want to feel your cold.
1: <laughs> this is amazing.
0: Okay, I'm completely in love. We, ha- we basically ha- we have to film this. <laughs> we
1: have to make this? Oh my God. You see how she just jumped in?
0: Well, she's an actress. This is what she does.
1: Yeah, but you didn't tell me she was an actress. I had to ask her.
0: That's fine, that's why you we're just doing said this. She's a singer. I'm not gonna tell you everything about her before we do the show. She's an all around She is. She's an artist. She's I know. She's How lucky am I? I met her on Craigslist of all I don't, places. I don't know. I'm, I'm, list. List. I'm, a, I'm a lucky guy, I tell you that.
1: Listen, I want you to suck him dry. Use him <laughs> Suck him until he's just a shriveled up.
0: Actually, we're kinda getting there. Yeah. To be honest with you. Just suck the fucking life out of
1: him. <laughs> Own his ass. Just whip him. Great. Yeah, as long as I make a lot of money, it's okay. Subdue him. Yeah, he's great. in it.
2: He's not going anywhere.
1: No, the drums sound really good. Um, so who else you got? You got the you got him. Yep. You got a, a guitarist.
2: Yes, he's newer.
1: Okay, do he's, we like him?
2: Yes, I like him a lot. He's really cool. I actually, met him at a show, one of my first shows here, and he's a club promoter. Well, kind of. For well, he does events at a club called the Paper Tiger. And he came up to me after my set and was like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing, blah, blah, blah. We just talked, we hit it off there. Mm. And then he messaged me on Instagram and was like, do you need a guitar player? I'd love to audition for your band. And he came in and auditioned. He played my newest song that's out called Perfect, and I cried because he he played it so beautifully. Mm. And I was so moved by his performance that I'm like, yeah, I have to have this guy in my band. You know, He's just such a kind person, like, kind kind soul so i'm really lucky to have him
1: oh that's great all right so we got him and then who else do we have
2: we have the keyboard player met him on instagram i had posted a post of me singing and then he like messaged me and was like wow you're such an incredible voice your voice deserves to be heard yeah i'm a piano player if you ever want to collaborate i'm up for it and yeah, I just asked him. I said, "Would you want to do gigs around LA? Are you interested in mm-hmm. gigging?" And he mm-hmm. said yes. And it started off with just me and him. Yeah. And then I started doing auditions, like with oh. going through, you know, the Craigslist um, people and um, trying to find the rest of the pieces. And Lorenzo came about, and I was like, "Yay! I really like Lorenzo." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we so had you're them. in a leadership position. Now. I'm the band leader. Yes. Yeah. The bass player was also a Craigslist find. I went through like four bass players until I found the bass player we have now. So, yeah, it's been quite the process. Like before I met Lorenzo, I was like renting out studios and like just having these guys, random people from Craigslist meet me at the studio, yeah. run through my songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
0: So you were thorough. Who, who is clanging plates? Is no one here? Uh, no, I think there's, they're actually <laughs> building a pool next door. Oh. And there's construction it next door. It sounds
1: like someone is clanging, smashing, yeah, they're loading <laughs> yeah. plastic plates uh, Well, they're,
0: they're building something next door, so hopefully. I mean,
1: Rachel is trying to explain to us I know. how she's putting something together. I, I, can't, I can't control sure. all, my neighbors. all I hear is,
4: clickety clank clonk clunk, clunk. Well, we're
0: recording...
2: Oh, yeah, it does. You sound need like to place. go over there
0: and punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I will confront my neighbors when we're done recording. <laughs> Ruin that whole relationship. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right not, yeah. The thing is, though, you two can go home. I have to live here. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. And then one of us can go yell at them, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. No. Wow. <laughs> so I think it's all working out.
2: It is. It's all coming together. Um, we does started to inspire doing you to
1: write more and like. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I love presenting new songs to the band. I get sick of songs that I yeah. write, you know yeah. there's one in particular that I'm just tired of performing, singing, thinking about. So it's nice to like keep writing, to bring like new material into the, for the guys to learn. So
1: Have you ever done this? I'm very curious. So there's been a few instances where I've written lyrics, and people have, you know made songs out of them, and mm-hmm. some of them were all right. A lot of them were shit. But one of the ways I learned how to do that is, let's say I love a Depeche Mode song. I would take the lyrics and just rewrite the lyrics, but it would still be structured
0: as a Depeche Mode song or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you take, uh, you, t- you take basically their idea, put your own lyrics yeah. on it, the, the timbre and the rhythm yeah. and everything, and just call it your own. Yeah.
1: Have you ever done that before?
2: No, I've never done that before. Yeah.
1: Because what if you took like one of the Alana songs and just rewrote it with your lyrics so it worked out like
0: even as an experiment what would happen i don't know i mean it wouldn't be her i do have to say that me personally i have formed many bands and when you form a band everyone looks to you as the leader and it's a lot of work it's a lot of responsibility you got to communicate you got to make sure everything is on board and everyone looks to you to get you've been in a lot of a lot of bands and i've I've fronted and And you've had to lead all the time. You lead. Isn't I, it nice to have her lead? It is. But what I was going to say is, I know the, the shoes that she's in, and it isn't easy. And I know you've never done this before. And you're doing a great job. But it is a lot of work. And it's a lot of communication. And you can't control people. And your bass player gets COVID. And he can't come to the gig. So now you don't want to cancel the gig. But you've got no bass player. But it's all up to you. And all eyes are on you. So it's a lot. Rachel's doing a great job. It's an ever- uh learning process because there's no school you go to to learn how to front a band you just sort of, you jump in the water not knowing how to swim and you got to learn how to swim so um my hat's off to you and just like what you said she is the boss and we're all looking to her to make the decisions and um you're doing a great job how do you like for your first time being the leader of this band
2: I like it. Like, I'm a born leader anyway. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Born I'm leader. a Leo. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo too. What's your birthday? <laughs> August 4th. I'm August 8th. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh. That's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Leo, born leader. Um, I like being in control and being in charge. Um, at first, yeah, it was very stressful because I didn't know you guys. Right. But now that I'm getting to know you and you're getting to know how I operate and work, I feel like it's a lot easier,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Right.
2: We're becoming like we're becoming a, a family. A little bit, yeah. It's cool. It a just family. takes time.
0: It takes time. It takes playing together. It takes gigging together. Gigging is really important to solidify a band, and we're starting to do that. We've had three now. Yeah, and more's three, coming. Three and, already. Um,
2: no two. No.
0: We've had three. I I did the first Hollywood, one with you in North End, North End Hollywood. and Mint and Mint Los Globos. Glo- oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow. And it's yeah. people. Audiences are loving her. So
1: Rachel. How much of a balance you got? The band you got home. You, do you have to? Do you have a job like another job?
2: I have a day job. Day job. Yep. I. Uh, Did we
1: get to talk about that.
2: Yeah. What do you have to do? So I I work as a special ed paraprofessional. Oh
1: God, I knew it was going to be in special. ed. <laughs> so you're dealing with that all day.
2: Well, it's not really like I'm more of an administrative kind of person where I go in. I have 125 students or so oh, that grief. I track. Yeah. And if they're going off track and they're failing, then I send out an email to the teacher and to the case manager. And that's pretty much... But it's still a
1: lot of surveying.
2: It like is a little bit. like yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll check in the mornings. I'll wake up, check. And if I have to send out the email, I'll send out the email. So how
1: many hours a week is, is that? It's 30 hours a week. 30 hours. But I'm usually... Are you working like remotely?
2: It, remotely. Yeah. So like if I have my phone, I'm good, you know, I can, I could be sitting right now and like working, you know. (laughs) Do you have a um, kitty cat
1: or a puppy at home?
2: I have a dog. You do? Yes. Yes. A little Yorkie named Lily. I had a pug named Lily. (laughs) Aw. And we're both Leos and August 4th, August 8th. Oh my gosh. Hello. No, that's amazing.
1: (laughs) So you're, you're taking, okay, so this is great. So you've really got a nice balance going on. Yeah. You don't have to sweat money. You got a job. Mm-hmm. You're working in special ed, so you're helping out, you know, the kids that need it most. You got the puppy. She's got your back, Lily, yep. right? Yeah. You take her for big walks.
2: Take her for walks. I take her to the beach. I go to the Playa beach. Del Rey a she lot. She goes
0: to Playa. You hear this? I do hear this.
2: I go there all the time. But he doesn't she,
1: understand. She
0: dances under the moonlight.
2: I do. I dance under the moonlight for the full. He doesn't moon.
1: appreciate domesticated animals. He doesn't have any. Appreciation. A, that is a
2: hundred percent not true. I actually asked. Him I if love I could bring Lily Here, I'm like, can I bring Lily here no. sometime? He's yeah. like, mm. yeah. I don't, I'm is not that nice. so weird. <laughs> well. I wouldn't bring How my dog into someone else's house. Why? I love animals. Because your your
1: your animal would be more than welcome at my house.
2: Same with mine. Unbelievably yeah. so.
0: What if I bring my wife? Same thing. Same thing. I mean, she's an animal. That's not <laughs> it's not the same <laughs> no, thing. It's not the same thing. I don't own a pet.
3: I <laughs> no, am petless. I love. We're not talking animals.
1: about humans. We're
0: talking about something greater than <laughs> furry, a human.
2: Creatures furry, furry creatures. Furry creatures love I you. Know, I grew up with
0: dogs. I don't have one now, but I had dogs and cats and fish, actually, many many years. I love them. I just don't have them in my house now.
1: All right, we're done with this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I want to hear, do we get to play one of her songs?
0: Well,
2: what I'm going to do... Please play Perfect. I
0: will will say that Rachel just dropped a song a few weeks ago, including a video with the song. The song is called Perfect. It is one of the songs that I heard that made me want to send her tracks of my drumming to hook up with her to be considered for her band and it's an excellent song and people love it live and at the end of this whole broadcast i'm going to put the song on and people can go to youtube and type in rachel ao and see the new video and it's a great song and it's called perfect written after a guy you can <laughs> expand oh, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> this is one of the songs it's a
1: relationship song oh
0: it yeah it is
2: a lot of my songs are relationship based okay so what happened so. I met this guy over the pandemic, and I met him at a virtual birthday party.
1: And oh actually, no! Yeah. Really?
2: Like a Zoomy type thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we actually hit it off. Like we were the last two in the Zoom. And oh like wow! Stayed up till four a.m. talking. Oh, like wow! Clicked right away. Oh boy! And uh, we like it was long distance. Um, I don't want to give like say too much. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, long distance, but we kept in touch, and then we ended up meeting up, and didn't really work out, and we met up. A lot of things went down, and then we met, ended up meeting up again. I traveled to him, and I don't know if I can like talk about these things on your show.
1: <laughs> no one listens to this show. Go well, ahead.
2: we had a shroom trip together, <laughs> and... <laughs> and how'd that go? It was awesome. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> I'll send you
1: home with a sativa gummy if you'd like. <laughs> oh, yes, please do. Oh, yeah, I
3: got
2: you. Awesome. Um, and it just kind of opened up like, I don't know, just really, we, we bonded. We got really close. And uh, then I went back to Michigan. He stayed where he was, and it kind of just all fell apart. And there was some, you know, betrayal and all that. Oh. And, uh I'm Your sad. heart didn't
1: get smashed, did it? Oh yeah, my heart oh, got murdered. Rachel. My heart was slotted. Oh, Rachel. I'm
2: and sorry. Uh, yeah, we uh, would. Be you strike
1: back. me as an empath. I you am. Know. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're
0: you're eating a lot. She's still recovering, but yeah. again, it elicited great songs.
2: Yeah. And
0: actually, the dude just literally came to our He's gig still last here. Wednesday. We're
2: actually going to go to lunch after oh, this. But, <laughs> oh,
3: really?
0: I met him. He's here in yes, L.A. He oh, came shit, here for yeah. my
2: show like he re- like the thing is with us is like it was back and forth like we'd reappear in each other's lives we realized we weren't ready to be together like to have a relationship cuz we both had healing to do so we'd separate and we come back together not ready separate come back together now we're back together here in California he's planning on moving here he just had he's an actor he just had a meeting with casting place so he wants to move out here and we're trying to like work it out and just try to see where it goes it's these last these past few days have been interesting with him because it's been a lot of like healing long talks we were up till 5 a.m. one day just talking about everything and uh he's still here and we're just still trying to figure everything out so this
1: there could be some hope a little bit
2: could be You, you say
1: your heart got smashed but you're still talking to the guy So, there might be something.
2: I mean, that's what the song is really about. It's about, like, not like I'm not perfect, neither are you. And I know we've got a lot of learning to do.
1: That's very mature. So, it's like kind of
2: like realizing that we're not perfect, that we have things that we need to do healing we need to do within ourselves, healing we need to do together. And uh, it's like about unconditional love and forgiveness, basically, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And I want to hear this song again. It's a great song. I'm expecting three more. Because of this after lunch. <laughs> well, I hope it works out.
2: We'll see. I mean, we we'll see. If it doesn't, then, you know, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. At least we tried. I think you will be fine. You know?
0: Right. Just take care of yourself. That's the main thing. In yeah. life, you know, any relationship, this guy, the next guy, yeah. whatever, just, just take care of yourself. Hey, That's Rachel, you
1: you're precious cargo now. And the problem is your obligation is now to entertain people and move them. So... That kind of
0: has to come first for a little while. Yeah, you got to focus on your art and you focus on. So that's going to make it easier when it may or may not go the way. Right. Exactly. In my opinion, I mean, I'm not just saying this because I'm in her band. She's a future star. You know, if she can get some luck, get some marketing, if someone in the business can see her, she's an absolutely future star, period. You
1: know, I got to tell you, from, from the moment you played her, you know, I was like. This, this ain't just some hack. This, no. This is a, <laughs> She's not a this hack. This is a very gifted. Yeah. Because um, the problem with singing, I think, especially modern, I, I'm not, I don't really know much modern stuff, but it, it, the emotion is never there. And your stuff, like, I hear the emotion in your voice. Right. You know what I mean? And, yeah.
0: Uh, Thank you. I, I, I think that's going to radiate out. And even though she left the church, the spirituality no, and, and the feeling. That's a good thing. It's, it's still in her. Yeah. It's still It'll in her. It'll always be a part yeah. of her. Yeah. It. Also, one thing that you don't know about Max, Max's secret desire is to be a lead singer of a band. <laughs> and we did a show where he was a lead singer. Yeah, I, I got it out of my system. He did. Nice. We, we, we did an R.E.M. cover show at Molly Malone's. Oh. Packed. At, at packed. Totally packed, where he played Michael Stipe, the lead singer of R.E.M., yeah. uh-huh. and we did this show where he got to be the lead singer, and it was great.
2: That's awesome. That was good.
0: It was Molly good. Molly
2: Malones. I just passed it the other day. Yeah. I was driving around. I'm like, whoa, it's really cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you never
1: been inside? Never there? been inside. Yeah.
2: The outside looks legit. Like it actually. Uh, looks... You
1: guys have a gig coming up there. Yes. See, here's the problem. I really like you. Now I have to leave my house and come see you, and
2: I resent you for that.
0: <laughs> Can't you just do it on uh
2: do, <laughs> do, a, do, a, do stream. a stream live stream? I got a yeah. follower on Instagram. Yeah. Matt hates
0: leaving his house. So. <laughs>
2: Hey, I don't blame you. I don't yeah. like leaving either some no, days. I really
0: no, don't. no. I really
1: I, well, don't. It, it, it doesn't help that, um, I, I hate to say it, but I've kind of like been there, done that, and, and it's never electrifying anymore to go out. It's only stressful.
2: Did but I'll th- do it. Did you feel that like when the pandemic hit and we were all in lockdown? I, I honestly enjoyed it.
0: A gift from the heavens. Yes. Yeah. I was like,
2: this is great. This is magnificent. This is absolutely wonderful. Less I-
0: people, no desire to see people, no obligation to see people.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I lost my job. And so I was getting paid by the government. So I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is. Great. I get paid for doing nothing. I don't have to exactly. see anybody.
2: I get paid to for, to watch Star yeah. Wars, like, <laughs> start to finish. Very nice. Like,
3: <laughs> I
0: bello- uh, developed a very,
1: very, very strong and lasting relationship with my hummingbirds.
3: Oh,
2: yeah, nice.
1: That's 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 like one of the best gifts that came out of lockdown for me. Nice. So yeah, I, I was fully adept, fully ready. I'm already the provider, so I'm like. You know, as far as doing all the shopping and cooking and everything. So I was already doing that
0: anyway. I was just doing it with a mask on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was fine with, it,
2: yeah. fine
3: with it. Yeah.
0: And you wouldn't even come to my house either. I mean, you wouldn't go to anybody's well, house. Well, you were a
1: filthy <laughs> animal with COVID.
0: No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. You you, I... were, you
1: had people in and out of here like crazy. No,
0: no. You, you enjoy did? the rest of that. Okay. That's for you. Just try to take care Well, we took a two-year break on this podcast because of it. But we're back, which yes. is really great. You know, life goes on. Well yeah, if you got Rachel
1: around, it's it's a reason to well, it's spend why I, fifty
0: dollars I, to drive here. It's why I, I filled asked, my tank
1: this morning. It was did like sixty five dollars.
2: That was me the other day. I filled it up. It was like fifty six. Like, yeah,
0: exactly. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, my me god. Too, actually.
2: That's why another reason why I don't go anywhere. I'm yeah. <laughs> like I'm rather It's you know.
0: really expensive. <laughs> especially in LA. Well the yeah. world
1: needs your voice, Rachel. They need your music. You need to keep writing, you need to keep performing. And then uh, I am so excited to follow you on Insta. I love Insta. Yay. That's for me, that's where like <laughs> I put up, I saw something I love. You got to check it out. I make videos and da And I look at it as when I die, that's because I left Facebook. Facebook is a, is a rotten, I awful place. I hate Facebook. Instagram, it's a wall of my life. And it's like, when I die, this is the guy. This is who he was. It's all right here. If I had to use any platform. And I never, I never see that fucker Trump's face once mm-hmm. in, in, in my feed. Not once do I ever see it. Saw it, and mostly it was my annoying liberal friends, and I, I'm a liberal guy. But 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 they would be posting that dude. That's all I would see in my feed, and yeah. that's the main reason why I believe. I don't know if you're a Trump fan, but no 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 no,
2: <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, but he,
1: he was an abomination, and uh, he destroyed our country, and uh, I will not have it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would agree with you, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right,
1: I'm going to ask her a question. Make sure the hat's working. (laughs) Huh? What are you kidding me? Guys Day in podcast with Cousin Lorenzo. We're sitting here with the lovely, talented Rachel A.O. She sings. She writes. She acts. We learned that she acted. I have a question for her. Rachel. Yes. Is all hope for humanity lost?
2: Is all hope for humanity lost? Absolutely not. No. I don't believe that.
1: She just changed my thinking.
2: <laughs>
1: it's gonna, I'm going to put in a little zing. Right.
2: You just lit up when you said that. I really don't You're think is. You're giving me hope. I mean, it's not. I, you don't like people, though. I don't like people, but...
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we didn't get that! That's the bottom line. I've known her for three months. Besides the music, she hates people. There you go.
2: I mean... If she could be in a band with
0: mannequins, <laughs> she's down with that, you
2: know? No, no, no. There are, good <laughs> <laughs> there are good people out there. That's why I don't feel like all is lost because there are people out there who, you know, get it, who are woke to what's really going on, yeah, you yeah. know? We just have to find those people and keep those people empowered because there is a lot of darkness, especially here in L.A. And, um, yeah, you just have to know your people and keep your head out of... All the dark shit, you know.
0: And keep the, the good people in you. We all have our little bubbles that we live in. So you got to keep the good people in your own little bubble. Yeah. To make your little life, you know, happy.
2: Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, so. I love you guys and my band. And we
0: love you too. You're you like my,
2: my, fam- my family. It's,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool that that's the way it worked out. That's what I yeah. was hoping for when I answered your ad.
2: And that's what I, like... I was very picky about who I picked right. because they had, I had to not only find musicians who were talented and knew what they were doing, but I also was very adamant on picking people who were kind and genuine, like just good souls, you know? And I've had musicians who were great musicians, but their attitudes and their soul and their ego, I'm like, I can't, no. you got to hang You're with them. are not going to mesh... With who I am and what my values are. So I had to let them go, you know.
0: And not if, but when we go on tour and we conquer the world, you want to be with people that you want to be with. Yes. You know, you got to be able to hang with people every single day. Because mm-hmm. if you go on tour, you're gigging almost every day and yeah. you're on the bus and you're. Tour? With when you go on tour. Tour. When you go on tour. When you go on tour. <laughs> when you go on tour. I think it's just tour. 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 Sure. 3 or 4 tour. <laughs> Listen, as long as the muscle shirts it's
3: don't all...
1: bother, Rachel.
0: <laughs> I'm a drummer. You know, you can watch any band, and everyone maybe who has wearing suits, you look at the drummer. The drummer's wearing a tank top. I Honestly, guarantee Honestly,
2: I'm probably going to buy you a tank top with my logo on it. There you
0: go. That's sweet. I want yeah. a tank top. I want I'm a, a drummer. I'm not going to be ashamed gonna go of it. I'm going to go to your merch site. You
2: want a shirt? There you go. She I has shirts, a, and she yeah. also
0: has a hoodie, she too. She probably doesn't make uh, extra large,
1: though.
2: I don't know. I will. Did you? No, I didn't. I made oh, okay. small. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> it's not all skinny
2: people
1: who
0: love you, Rachel. I You'll made small, asshole.
2: medium, and large, but oh, I will drill. get extra. I'll Even the zoftic
0: like. people of the world do Yeah, love you. <laughs> Rachel. You, you got to make a bigger size. Jeez. I didn't
2: think they were going to sell. I sold like five, <laughs> And you got to make a woman's uh,
0: yeah, yeah. style. Yeah, I do. Too. Yeah, I do. you ain't giving me one either. I'm buying it. <laughs> Good. You should.
2: I need to make a shop and all that, but I will. Yes, you yeah, will. you're
0: going to do it all. Everybody listening. Go check out Rachel A.O. on all of the social media, YouTube to see the video. I'm going to post a song. Her new single called Perfect. This has been great. You've been a great guest.
2: Thank you for having Final
0: me. Final thoughts. Rachel.
2: Final uh, thoughts. Anything to
0: end this wonderful interview with?
2: I would say to the world. <laughs> I'm listening. You know, it's tough out there. But just remember that you are a, you are here for a reason, and everyone here is unique in their own individuality. And I know that there's a lot of things out there that try to conform people to be in a bubble, to be the same. But I would say to everyone listening, don't forget who you are. Remember who you are. And... Um, Just live your life to the fullest and keep loving people, keep loving yourself, and keep spreading love and light into the world because that's what we need most right now.
0: Excellent. That's great. Max?
1: I'm looking for her on Instagram and I see one Rachel AO and there's no avatar. (laughs) So where is it?
2: She put in Rachel AO music. Oh. (gasps) Oh. You find me? (gasps)
1: Damn! 3,622 followers? You chicks. (laughs) That's what I have to say. I'm too busy looking at her Instagram. All right. Everybody,
0: basically, just stay safe and be healthy. Enjoy your life. Pandemic is going to be over in the future. Everything's getting better. Don't listen to anything. It's true. (laughs) It's true. I'm I'm not going to be a negative person. Actually, life is getting better. Um, be creative and just enjoy your life on this planet. Max and Rachel, thank you very much. Everybody, thanks for listening. See you later.
1: My God, I love your afro. Look at this.
0: That is
2: classic. Oh, thank you.
0: She has the great fro. She really <laughs> does.
1: That is so beautiful. Thank you. Look at you.
3: Separation gets hard We are two flames apart It is heavy on our heart I just want to hold You and me No, I'm not perfect But I know that you're perfect for me Perfect for me I know you want this But you won't admit it from your past makes you doubt everything when i'm not talking to you i know you miss me too the silence is so maddening i just want to hold For.